US Treasury sanctions a Russian businesswoman for laundering money for the Ryuk ransomware gang. Apple warns Armenians of state-sponsored attacks. Okta hackers pivoted to five customer networks. And Oracle makes MFA mandatory for cloud tenants. This is Risky Business News, prepared by Catlin Campanu. Today is November 6th, and this podcast episode is brought to you by asset inventory and network visibility company RunZero. The U.S. Treasury has sanctioned a Russian businesswoman named Ekaterina Zudonovu for helping Russian oligarchs and cybercrime gangs evade sanctions and launder stolen cryptocurrency. According to U.S. officials, she helped an affiliate of the Ryuk ransomware gang launder $2.3 million worth of cryptocurrency in 2021. They claim that after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Ms. Zudonovu has helped Russian oligarchs evade U.S. sanctions and move funds overseas. She allegedly helped one Russian oligarch move $100 million to the UAE and another customer move $2.3 million to Western Europe. Apple has sent notifications to Armenians warning of state-backed hacking activity targeting their devices. This marks the fifth wave of notifications that Apple has sent to Armenian users since 2020. The first set was sent out in late 2020 during the second Nagorno-Karabakh war, and the last was sent in March this year. In past cases, security experts have found traces of the Pegasus spyware on infected Armenian devices. Okta has finished its investigation into the September hack of its customer support system and the company says the intruders gained access to the data of 134 customers. Of all these, the hackers pivoted and accessed the networks of only five Okta customers. Three of the five customers are already known after publicly disclosing their breaches and include Beyond Trust, Cloudflare and 1Password. Okta has blamed the hack on an employee who used a personal Google account on a work laptop. The company says the employee accidentally synced their work credentials to the personal account from where the Okta work credentials were later stolen. Oracle has enabled multi-factor authentication by default for all its Oracle Cloud customers. The policy has been enforced this month for all new cloud tenants and retroactively applied to all existing customers. Oracle's move comes after Amazon also made MFA mandatory for new AWS root accounts. Google has started showing a special label on the Play Store pages of VPN apps that have gone through a security audit of their code. The new label reads Independent Security Review and is listed in an app's data safety section. Eight VPN providers have already received the label, such as NordVPN, Private Internet Access, ExpressVPN and Google One. Mortgage and lending company Mr Cooper has shut down its IT systems following a cyber attack. The incident took place on the 31st of October and has caused a multi-day outage for the company, including for its public website and payment systems. The company is America's leading lending service. Almost 200 servers and 1,000 systems have been impacted by a cyber attack at Ace Hardware, one of America's largest hardware store chains. The incident took place on October 30th and has impacted the company's ability to process orders. Other impacted systems include warehouse management systems, the reward points program, the tech support call center, and the company's mobile assistant. Despite the attack, the company's 5,700 stores have remained open, but with reduced activity. 
Indonesian authorities have detained a 36-year-old man for developing and selling access to a fishing kit. The suspect was detained following a joint investigation between US, UK, Australian, Canadian and Indonesian authorities. The suspect, who faces up to 12 years in prison, is the second Indonesian arrested this year for developing and selling a fishing kit. Authorities previously arrested the owner of the 16-shop fishing kit in August. Belgian prosecutors are asking for two years in prison and a €5,000 per day fine for an 18-year-old suspect who is refusing to provide passwords to his phone, computer and servers. Officials arrested the teen in October on suspicion of being part of a fishing gang. The prosecution says the teen is ignoring a judge's order to reveal the passwords to investigators. The teen argues that the passwords are part of his right to remain silent. The case will be heard in December. Dutch authorities have sentenced a 21-year-old man from Zandvoort to four years in prison on hacking-related offences. Named Papin van der Strap, the suspect was known on hacking forums as Umbrion. Officials say van der Strap was the leader of a trio of hackers that broke into corporate networks, stole sensitive data and extorted the companies by threatening to publish their data. The group asked between €100,000 and €700,000 from each victim, and officials believe van der Strap earned more than €2.5 million Euros through extortions or by selling the hack data. Van der Strap also worked as a security researcher for Hadrian Security and was a volunteer for the Dutch Institute for Vulnerability Disclosure, a Dutch cybersecurity collaboration group. The US Department of Justice has charged two Russian nationals with hacking the taxi dispatch system at the JFK airport in New York. The duo worked with two Americans who helped promote a scheme where drivers could pay a $10 fee and skip the airport's taxi waiting line. The two Americans were charged and arrested in December 2022 and both pleaded guilty in October. An investigation by the Curium Media Foundation has found that proxy provider White Proxies has provided the server infrastructure used in DDoS attacks against independent news outlets in Hungary. The attacks took place in August and targeted more than 40 Hungarian news outlets that criticised the country's government and the ruling party. The biggest attacks took place in August, shortly after journalists at several outlets exposed government corruption. The International Press Institute says that more than 40 Hungarian independent news outlets have faced DDoS attacks since April this year. Shortly after its report, IPI itself was targeted by a DDoS attack. The Shadow Server Foundation warns that mass internet scans are underway for Atlassian Confluence servers that may be vulnerable to a recently disclosed data wiping vulnerability. The scans began after an exploit was posted online last week. Atlassian has confirmed the exploit and urged customers once again to apply patches. In a statement last week, Atlassian CISO Bala C. Thiamathi urged customers to patch their Confluence servers as soon as possible to avoid potential data loss. Security researchers at Arctic Wolf and Huntress Labs say that a recently patched Apache ActiveMQ vulnerability had been under attack for more than two weeks before a patch was available. The two companies say they found attacks against ActiveMQ servers as far back as the 10th of October, long before Apache patched the vulnerability on October 25th. Several security firms have seen hacked ActiveMQ servers encrypted with a version of Hello Kitty, a ransomware family that was leaked online in October. 
Arctic Wolf says it has also seen servers encrypted with the Tell You The Pass ransomware. That's all for this podcast edition. Today's show was brought to you by our sponsor, RunZero. Find them at runzero.com. <laughs>